Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Welcome to 
Nintendo Voice Chat. I'm Jose Otero. This is IGN's Nintendo Show. And coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, this is week two of our Nintendo Switch launch spectacular. And we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. Today, we're focusing on more of the user experience, the day-to-day. We've had the Switch for two weeks. How does it feel? After that, we're going to talk about games, games, and more games. Then... 20 uninterrupted minutes of Zelda. And finally, hopefully, uh, your questions from the question blog. Joining me to talk about this this week, Brian Altano. What? <laughs> Bear Schneider. Hello. And Jonathan Gorman. I'm also busy playing. So <laughs> right. Just come back to me later. We're not, we're not doing the podcast. This is really getting in the way yeah. of my game time, man. Yeah, and productivity. Yeah. Come on. You got to know when to switch up. Man. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly. in the middle of a cool shrine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's kick things off with the first topic, and let's talk about... Uh, the Nintendo Switch experience. I mean, so we've had this console now. Uh, everyone in the office had since the third when it launched. We've had, some of us have been playing around with it a little before that. But l- let's talk about like the user, like what have you been doing? What have you noticed? What did the Nintendo get right, and what did they get sort that needs improvement that they got wrong? Let's say. Well, right off the bat, I think everyone can appreciate how <clears throat> sort of lean and snappy the ui is uh the uh, the ability there we go oh yeah. nice it literally is I, that's what my favorite thing about it yeah it's just the small snaps yeah. it's everything. it's just like yeah. the idea of going i mean so without without pulling any punches here this is a system that has absolutely delivered on its entire core concept yeah. of this is something quick and easy to pick up and that can jump from your tv to uh going on a flight or going anywhere else the idea of playing zelda and plugging it in and it popping up on my television has just worked perfectly for mm-hmm. me um would I like a web browser? Eventually. I mean, I barely use the one on Wii U. Would I like... Uh, or Vita? Or Vita, really, right. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would I like um, a YouTube app? Maybe, I guess. I mean, I've got that on my phone. So I think they're sort of looking at it like, we're going to keep this bare bones. I think ever, any one of us who's ever bought a new phone and immediately downloaded 100 apps, it's kind of like getting a new car and then just putting a bunch of like fast food garbage in the back. Yeah, it's it like, can get overwhelming. It gets yeah. overwhelming. And I think yeah. that like, yes, I'd like more. I want to see this thing grow and evolve. But right now, how quick and snappy it is, um, how fast I can get from sort of section to section, how easy it is to like hit my friends list and see who's playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, totally. Downloading games is incredibly fast, aside sure. from the fact yeah. that you can put your credit card in every single time. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. in the same camp. Like the stuff that works is just the the just that effect of like you're playing on a TV and then, you know, my wife says, Hey, it's, it's time to go to bed. Right. And yep. I just take that thing with me. I don't know if yeah. that's what I'm supposed to do, but like, um, but I, take the machine, I take the machine with me whenever I take a break <clears throat> or I'm supposed to take a break. And so I keep playing. I definitely played way more Zelda <laughs> on, on the switch than I would have played if it had been tied to the Wii U. I went yeah. Yeah. on a trip to Boston, the entire flight with a battery pack plugged in. I played for like five hours straight on the way back, five hours straight. And the experience on the small screen is really, really good. Yep. Yeah. 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 And I, I just love the form factor of it. It has the like Apple magic to me of when I first got an iPhone or an, even like an iPod touch of just, I like playing around with it. And, you want to pick it up. Yeah, like, yeah. I like having it just with me yep. and being able to put the controllers back in or hand yeah. them to a friend I'm with. And I've still been bringing it around to play snipper clips with friends mm-hmm. or a movie at mm-hmm. dinner. Like it's been a great use case. Like that. I, I saw your tweet the other day that you and some of the Snapchat team and some of our yeah. news team were like sitting at a restaurant yeah. and just all piled around a TV screen. And it's like, 
This is delivering on the commercials for it. Yes, we I felt had, like a commercial. It was I had the same conversation with, with my friend Mike Drucker, who used to, a friend of the show. Uh, he's yeah. been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he's like, he was at, out with a girl and he just pulled out his Switch and they broke off the Joy Cons and started playing King of Fighters with each other. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, this felt like we were shooting an ad, but it's like, it really works like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I heard people talking about a story they heard. I don't know if it was on Gaff or somewhere else, but they heard a story about a guy on a plane who was talking to yep. a girl and they played snipper clips together and basically they were. Oh, I did see that thread. Yeah, yeah, I saw something about that. Awesome. Just then, of course, dirty talking. Yeah. Oh, no. oh well, yeah. yeah that game is not. Yeah. But, but you brought <laughs> up inside me. <laughs> Cut my bottom. <laughs> you brought up some of the. I was gonna. I, I was gonna add one more, but I let it go. Right. Yeah. No. Wait. wait so let me let me get a few of my little things. Yeah, okay. You guys have all gone. I thought you've um, done a. You've done. No. I mean, I've, I've talked a lot about it, but we. I didn't. None of us last week talked about the user experience, and I agree with all of you that it is very much. It surprises me how uh, how easily it is able to travel between those two worlds. I recently traveled without it, and it was almost like suffering withdrawal because oh, yeah. uh, I had a, I started it was between systems. My personal system hadn't shown up, and I went on a trip to San Diego, and it sucked. I had power outlets everywhere, but no switch to play on. Um, but more importantly, um, I like that syncing controllers is very easy. Yeah, yeah. I was also yeah. very surprised that. It knows what color the controller is that's plugged in at all yes. times, yeah. or whether it's even one that, like anything that's synced to the system, it will give you a visual representation of that exact thing. So it'll show you red, blue, gray, whatever they are. Everything's um, super fast. Yeah, yeah the fastest yeah, yeah. power on to game time I have seen on a yeah. console. I know that uh, with Xbox One and with PS4, you can go into a sleep mode and then sort of resume later. Um, and that that part of those systems work really fast, but this one, it feels like everything just loads Look, incredibly if you, quickly. The yeah. communication between the 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 actual tablet and the, all the controllers is exceptional. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. The idea that you can uh, sync up your Pro controller or your Joy-Con grip or yeah. the Joy-Cons connected to the side or on its own just by hitting L and R and then hitting A. Yeah. And it just really knows what's going on. Yeah. Versus like remember like the Wii era having a sync. It was a taking nice the thing off yeah. and oh, to opening up the front of the it? system. You hold yeah. it at the same time. Like huh. it's how, changed. How do we it's live so through that? Um, then there's uh, the, <coughs> the downloading game updates. Is there's actually a place you do it. If you can find it, yeah. fun fact, any game or app that you're on, if you check the options, it's the first thing you see is check for a software update for this game. Remember Wii U? You had to do a practically, you had to do a rain dance yeah. to get a freaking uh, an update for Mario Kart 8 if you got one yeah. of the DLC packs. Like, it was embarrassing. So I haven't even found um, it yet because I feel like a lot of my games have just been updating on their own. And they will, but if you, like, I'm waiting for an update for The Binding of Isaac, which we're going to talk about later after Rift Plus. There's a, there's a day one quick update that has some Switch exclusive stuff, I've been told. And uh, it, uh, you know, I've, I've been checking just to see if it's live yet, but it's cool that I can initiate that and it's not this, okay, when's it going to finally yeah, know right. about the internet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is embarrassing. Um, then there was uh, automatically turning on your TV is, a, is an option that's on it, although it is a bit fussy. I've seen some uh, some threads complaining about how it's turning on their TV when the switch is idle or in sleep mode. Certain models of TVs may be the reason. Obviously, Nintendo needs to kind of get in there and, and sort of fix that. But I like that if I press the home button, Basically, it will then switch on my TV as long as your TV supports it. And that's really cool. And if I turn off my TV using a remote, switch goes to sleep. Sometimes it gets, a little, it gets a little greedy sometimes. Like I was watching a movie on my PS4, and I went to put my switch in the dock and immediately switched over to the switch. It's like, hey, I'm here now. What's up? <laughs> What's up, bro? Yeah, um, same thing, too, actually, when you remove it from the dock. The screen turns on to show you like the charge yep. immediately. Yeah. Like yeah. That's not a thing you can avoid. Yeah. Um, and then last thing, uh, at least adding friends in person is very easy. 
Uh, yes. Uh, because yeah. you both have to just press a symbol and it'll allow, allow you to add up to eight people at once, mm-hmm. which yeah. is neat. So then let's talk about some of the challenges, uh, some of the things that uh, may not have been present, but the more I use the system, they stand out to me. I want to lead off with one, actually. This one's really funny to me because it didn't occur to me until I played a two-player game with someone. Mm-hmm. But if I, for example, told you to press the jump button in, uh, in uh, Snipper Clips, yeah. you know which button it is. Yeah. When you're going to tell me which button is it, do you know which button it is? No. Because all the <laughs> different buttons are different. have different symbols. Yeah. And right. So like if, if, yeah. if you're playing with someone who doesn't play games often, that's just a weird little thing where it's like, oh, oh, what button do I press to, 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 to cut you in snipper clips? I'm like, oh, it's... Uh, Sideways A. <laughs> which one is well, it? Yeah. So with snipper clips, I immediately have been, from day one, I was saying left, bottom, top, right yeah. for the buttons because... Does that work for you? It's been working for me, at least mentally, okay. to tell people because even the same thing as when you're holding it up, it's obviously X is at the top, but you rotate it, X yeah. is to the right then. And this isn't a major yeah. flaw. It's just no. something that occurred to me yeah. as I've played yeah. this with more and more people. Yeah. Like, wait, what do I tell you? How do I tell you to... What's the gas in Mario Kart? I'm not right. sure. Yeah. Right. I felt like <laughs> yeah. that with the Wii as well where they have the number one and the number two on the yeah. buttons and like you pick things that only work when they're upright as well yeah. right like whereas PlayStation actually with the square circle mm-hmm. and everything you can turn it any which way and it would work ironically yeah, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't have duplicated that. I've had snipper clip sessions with people who repeatedly hit the capture button oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, I'm like hit the, bu- hit the button and they're like I am and it's just like and I have like 70 snipper clips pictures on my SD card <laughs> it's a small flip book yep. in your yep. 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 That's, a, that's a good one but I, yep. I think I mean the system it's a tiny does, thing the yeah. system does have some bigger issues I mean the yeah. the, the Wi-Fi radio is not good yeah. there's just yeah. no question about that Soft. I have yeah. all machines together Wii U Xbox PS4 they're all there this one has the worst reception. Yeah. Bar none. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, one bar versus like full. <clears throat> Which, yes. when you have like a Splatoon global test fire coming up, like that's yeah. going to be a rocky road for some people yeah. um, it's also, because of that. When they, when they tell you uh, to keep it away from your mobile devices and then this fall they're going to be like, your mobile device uh-huh. can actually, that's going to get a little That's tricky. a great point. I yeah. didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're telling you to separate these things and then telling you that everything works better together. So um, hopefully they fix all that. I think that that's something, I'm hoping that's not just like a hardware thing yeah. and it's something they can just kind of chip away at over time. So some yeah. things are really embedded in menus and you wouldn't know they're there. So for example, we got an email from a, user, from a, a fan complaining that, well, when I turn on the airplane mode, it turns off wireless controllers and I mm. can't play like that kid in the commercial. Yeah. I was like, well, hang on. If you go into the settings, tab (laughs) there's a toggle for each thing so there's turn off wi-fi radio turn off bluetooth and turn off nfc see i didn't know that no one knows a lot of people don't know i did that in the airplane i had it on airplane mode and i put it up on united has in the new planes these like holders for tablets Mm -hmm. switch Uh, holders perfect switch holders so i put it in there (laughs) and then airplane mode and it's like oh ah and then you go into the menus it's it's right there but it doesn't look like you can interact it looks like you've got these grayed out options so but yeah you can turn on everything a la carte if you want yeah so if i put my switch in kickstand mode with airplane mode on can i play with the pro controller on an airplane Uh, you would have to turn on Bluetooth. You have, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. But I can. Yeah, Airplane. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I, so Airplane I didn't know mode. that. That's yeah. Yeah. No. But here's my next thing. Uh, the it pro controller. battery, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, talk about that first, and now I'll talk about my Well, phone. I had to, you know, like, f- again, like, almost six-hour flight, I had to 
bring a very big battery pack to basically recharge recharge it twice because like you're using like, no recharge it once Zelda. right yeah, two battery loads and yeah. when and you definitely see the percentage going down when you're using Bluetooth controllers. Mm-hmm. Do you know which yeah. kind you got a battery by the way? Because a lot of people have been asking me that. I got one from a company called RAV Rav. It's I have to, $34.99 on Amazon. I have to check. It's I have a, an I, anchor you, one, but yeah. I want to get one that it's UBC, USB-C to USB-C. That's yeah. actually mm-hmm. uh, the better. But no matter what battery pack you connect to this thing, it's a trickle charge. It's not fast charging. It, and that's something right. that hopefully Nintendo can Especially fold. while you're playing something like Zelda. I actually, with the RAV one I found and the Anchor one I tested that I sent back because it was more money and I was just sort of like field testing for the NVC group actually because I, I put a topic in there and it's being like, what's everyone using? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'll just bite the bullet and buy a few. Um, the, I got a USB-C uh, a cable um, mm-hmm. that, that to, or USB to USB-C mm-hmm. and I plugged it into the RAV thing and it's the only one I got where I was playing Zelda and it was slowly charging up uh, with, with, with airplane mode on it goes a little bit faster so that but seems it's to a be slow charge for all of them it's a trickle charge it's not fast charging yeah. and okay. again hopefully Nintendo with, with future software iterations will fix that yeah. uh, but that's not something out of the box right now yeah I got about I would <clears> say I got about five minutes where the percentage isn't moving like I run it down to like 30% plug it in Five minutes. It just says thirty, and then like thirty-one. Yeah, like then it finally gets going again. Which is ni- nicer yeah. than twenty-nine. It's yeah. it, it's fine. It, it worked, but like I, I would love to test more battery packs to yeah. see which ones can actually deliver more oomph and a little yeah. speedier charge. So uh, the Pro controller, though, if you're going to take the Pro, pro control Pro, the Pro controller, yeah. the Pro controller on a flight. Um, one thing that I've run into with having the Pro controller in my bag is that any little tap of the buttons will interrupt you playing your game because they'll be like, wait, you want to use a different controller? Hang on, press L and R. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the Pro Controller, to me, if it wants to be travel-friendly, and I don't think Nintendo intended this out of yeah. the gate, but I do think that people will want to take that thing with them, is to have a some sort of a switch on it, like a kill switch, that basically everything, no button will respond, like a lock essentially on it. I just think that makes the Pro Controller more travel friendly. You can invest in a case. case. I think I think I would rather the toggle because then I wanna I don't want to buy a case for that Pro Controller. Mm. Like I'm I'm that guy, but but it's I acknowledge that that's you, more of a user end error than it is Nintendo, and it's not designed for travel, right? Like do, you, the, do you recommend someone Joy-Con. brings a Joy-Con grip instead of a Pro Controller in that scenario? Then I did. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, but then that, I ended up playing just like this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, and, and the grip, uh, I'm still sort of coming to grips. Picturing you on the airplane, like, uh, uh, my, my hands are <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You're coming to grips? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm coming to grips with the, uh, with the Joy-Con grip because I feel like, you know, like on one, well, on one end, it's suitable. Like, it, 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 yeah. just, it gets the job done. That's it. And it is designed, it, it's like the, the universal seven of controllers I've ever, yeah. I've ever used. And I say that because, um, for example, when I'm playing Zelda, if it's a high-stress moment, I'm like, oh, I like get rattled for a second. I accidentally click in a stick, and so Link is crouching when I need him to be running. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I've messed that up like several mm-hmm. times. Yeah. I, I found jumping from the Joy-Con grip to the Pro Controller, um, I immediately became a better player in Zelda. Mm-hmm. Like it just, mm-hmm. it felt like things were more yeah. accessible. Yeah. Um, I, there was and the tilting works better too. It does. Like, it does. Oh, really? uh, sure. That said, I think the Joy-Con controller is fine. It's sort of like. Um, plastic silverware, I guess. Yeah, or, yeah. No, like, and yeah. it's fine. You can I cut stuff with it, but yeah. it's not ideal. Lose yeah. connection a lot. Did you have that issue? I did um, before launch. I actually have not had that issue once on my personal Switch unit. Okay, okay. But, I did uh, playing in the office was the only time I've ever had. We have a, a lot. Of yeah, but we have so much going on. I haven't had any issues outside of the office. So There's at like home, 20 when switches my, here. When my phone is nearby. I get it. What oh, it wow. happens okay. when my phone is pushed behind me. I don't get it, or, or it's it's uh, it's not reliably happening as much. Yeah. 
But to your point, when the app that is going to be my main communication hub for Splatoon requires my phone being nearby, yeah. I hope that this is, again, another software thing. It's probably, uh, it may not be. We'll it may see, be a yeah. hardware thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's still one of those. We'll see what happens. The, the aquarium thing was really funny, by the way. Yeah. Aquarium. They were like, they don't put your switch out. dock behind uh, an aquarium. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah no, or totally. inside. Yeah. yeah. Or inside would yeah. be nice, yeah. too. No, we were um, playing one to switch with a bunch of people in the office, and mm-hmm. like it wouldn't register one of the Joy-Con being drawn in the quick draw. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen that happen. And, you know, then you see the gun and nothing happens. And it's like, you realize, well, there are 10 people standing around. They all have a phone in their pocket. Mm. And they're Mm -hmm. all made from meat and bones, too, which apparently is not good for Bluetooth. Mm. Yeah. 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 Meat and bones. Um, (laughs) You tried uh, not being so meat and bones? I'm trying. Last couple of more bones. Less meat. More bones, yeah, for sure. Actually, you've done a really good job of that. Um, So uh, adding uh, friends is weird, um, at least right now. I feel like uh, I so I appreciate and definitely want to give them props for tying in Super Mario Run and Mitomo to part of mm-hmm. that experience. If you were smart enough to keep it friends only on those platforms, they show up as suggestions. I, I, that's why I said that <laughs> Not very me. deliberate thing. Um, that your your friends from those applications will show up as suggested friends. However, um, the process of then sending them a, a friend request doesn't let you message them, doesn't let you verify what your real name is in any way. Um, and I just feel like I'm spoiled in the PlayStation 4 era yes, of yeah. I'm yeah. done with usernames on these things. Uh-huh. I want to see your actual name. And to be fair, you have that option as a user. Yeah. You can write your u- name, your actual name, Brian Altano, yeah. as your username. <clears throat> but I, my, I got yeah. like three friend requests from people with John or Jonathan, yep. and mm-hmm. I, I know one of them's you, yeah. but the other two are not. Yeah. So sorry to all of you now, because <laughs> yeah. you're all just punished because of it. But it still feels like <laughs> yeah, um, they all spell no, it. No, Jonathan. Spell it well, so on, <laughs> I have a friend from Super Mario Run who is just registered as Batmang. Uh, and I don't know who that is. I asked like seven people, are you Batman? And they're like, I don't, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm like a crazy person. Yeah, um, it, it all still feels like when you, it still feels like when you go to someone's town in Animal Crossing. Yeah. And it's like, you got to connect. You got to open your gates. They got to open their gates. Yeah. They got to let you in. Do you have to let yeah. them in? You have to go back. Yeah. Is everything going to go back? But it, like, it isn't that complicated, right? Like that one, it's just way too many prompts. Whereas this is just, I don't know who you are. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. And everybody has and it's the generic icons. I mean, there were a couple of people who obviously have the Mies. So that makes it much easier but I oh that looks like a Jose I, let's add him I had, I had so many yeah. Bryans and I was I was happy to see that you used a different name I'm like oh that's Brian well also that's yeah. why I, I at first I think I had like a KK slider and then I was just yeah. like I'm gonna just make a me so people yeah. can recognize that and I had yeah. friends being like is that you and I was like how many other Bryans you know that wear like <laughs> aviators a black t-shirt and yeah. uh, have a five o'clock shadow <laughs> yeah. like how many like stubbly me's do you know? <laughs> yeah. well and I, I love that you can person. you yeah. can choose the like facial expression of it or its stance so I was yeah, with Max when he was making hymns. He's like, look at all the sad, weird faces I can make with him. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing one of those. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, my last complaint, uh, and this is a tiny issue, but it is uncharacteristic, I feel, of them. Uh, the eShop right now feels way too simple. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of media buried in there, which I like. Uh, it's very easy to scroll through trailers and screenshots. Yeah. But... Um, no music. Uh, the it doesn't keep your card info yet, which that's a big that'll thing. come later. Yeah, like I'm I'm con- I'm sure that will come later. If if it doesn't show up in the next six months, I will be shocked because to me that that's the little momentum stuff that hurts you that gets people saying I love my system, but so like I, I feel like we're still saying I love my system. I totally more yeah, than and I I've, I've been on the show in the past complaining about what it was like. The process of buying something on the 3ds was it's like 20 steps. Yeah. Um, this is yeah. not no, this is so no, this much is quicker. Not. 
Yeah. So easy. And so yeah. one of the things I love on 3DS. background download right out of the back. Totally. I was expecting them to go, sorry, wait now for download. No, yeah. all it's in the background. It's so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it feels yeah. good. Like buying stuff is rewarding. Yeah. Well, like especially having a micro SD card in yep. there too. Yep. Yep. It, yep. Just, it yep. just goes right there. But yeah, that being said, what I loved about the 3DS and even the Wii U was that you could put in like a four or five digit pin code and then set that to store your credit And those platforms didn't launch with that. So I'm positive this is going to get fixed, but at least version... 2.0 of this system software. I don't know what version eShop's on. That's still a thing, though. Mm. Um, and I, I hope before <laughs> E3, this is this is just gone because I think it would be good. Obviously, this platform is growing a lot too because they have plans for like more online stuff, mm-hmm. and maybe this all fits into that real infrastructure that they're working on that's getting done behind the scenes. So adding it now may mean that just later it would have been a pain in the ass. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Well, um, issues or on? I mean, the dock. I, I, I think first of all, aesthetically, I'm not in love with the dock. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Certainly, price point. If you want to buy another one, it, it is kind of silly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's worse than the standalone. Apple tax, yeah. you know, yeah. where you pay a lot of money for a tiny little USB plug. And, I thought it's just and, as bad. But and okay. they, knowing that some people are having issues scratching their their switch, which hasn't happened to me. Hasn't happened to me. I think if, if you don't pay attention, you put it in the wrong way, then it, it might happen. Well, it did, you shove and they did you shove a book in there? I did overnight <laughs> because of like paranoia. Listen, first of all, don't don't look at me funny. <laughs> what? what? Um, <laughs> I'm, I did the same I, thing. I I'm not looking like at you funny. Suddenly a tinfoil hat appears. Yeah, yeah a tinfoil hat appears <laughs> and I have to talk. No, um... Yeah, we get new things, and we get paranoid about any little oh, thing that yeah. is weird oh, of about course. Them. Like yeah. that's just a thing. That's just how this oh, works. This is... And it only gets worse when you're looking at forums all day or Reddit all day, and you're yeah. saying, "Oh, my screen's crashed." Ah. No, I go full yeah. crazy. At so like I this, shoved you know. a huge book. Uh, not a huge book, but one that was slightly thicker than this. Harry oh, Potter one or Harry? And you know what seven. it did? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Okay. Really? When I pulled it out. The thing still <laughs> went back to a slightly pinched dock, and it's uh-huh. the way it just is. Like oh. some docks are more pinched than others. Luckily. Oh, wasn't that bad, but, yeah. but I, I can't explain why I was I was overcome with the need to do this. But here's yeah. the, the the construction the the they could have they could have made sure it wouldn't happen by having more of a rubber material on the yeah. sides and they these these kind of these two rails here yeah. are the same hard plastic as on the outside and then down but here is, is down here is hot, is rubbery texture. But hang on, is rubber an insulator for a hot system? There, it's playing there is, like look, is there is there something that there, goes wrong there? There's spaceships that go into space and they don't burn up when they come back down. There is a material <laughs> they could have used that's not hard. Not Captain Alamars. Uh, <laughs> clearly. Maybe that, that guy needs tips. But, but I, I I feel like honestly I think Quietly, the dock will magically improve over time. Oh, yeah. And when you buy a switch, like, like next year, it'll be different. Yeah. Well, and especially if it becomes a widespread issue, because yeah. it seems like right now it's kind of getting blown out of proportion. Like, I'm not, there's no way to really document how many people it's happened to. Yeah. How many people really I haven't happened. met anybody yet who no. had yeah, it happened to the men. I Paul, think I know 30 people. Call John Davison, because huh? the first report was, was, was a Glixel story. You, mm. okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It was, I think it was Miguel's okay. switch uh, it happened to. Uh, yeah, it was Lopez. being carried around. Yeah, Lopez, what are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> All right. Um, Miguel Lopez, friend of the show, an awesome person. Yes. Uh, great. So let's uh, move on to round two of Nintendo Voice Chat. And we're here to talk about games, games, and more games. Uh, we're going to kick things off with uh, PAX East. Pair played Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and he got to go hands-on with Battle Mode. So he brought notes. Tell me about so Battle excited. Mode. Uh, so I got to play... Um, how many people did we have? I think it was four. Okay. We got to yeah. play four with bots. Because okay. otherwise, you know, some of the stages are big. Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't play with bots, it's just not as, as exciting. Um, it's really good. Yeah. You know, yeah. we played it land, so all the, there was no interference possible. Everything was yeah. networked with the, the Wii USB um, network adapters. Mm-hmm. 
and we played most of the modes. We didn't do b- a bomb blast, which is basically balloon battle with 10 bombs that mm. you can hold, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy returning mode. But um, the one that I was most excited about is the... Uh, is the robbers? Yeah, the Renegade yeah. Roundup, it's called, right? Oh, I got yeah. so excited yeah. when I read about this one. One, nice. one team plays the authority, so they're the cops, and they, they're called the authority. Yep. And they've got a piranha plant on their card with a little uh, light on top, like a police light. <laughs> it's really and, cute. Uh, and as you drive by the, uh, you know, the Renegades, the robbers, they snap them up and they eat them, and then they get put in a prison. Basically, the prison is a cage that hovers in the middle of the level and has a giant switch underneath. And so... At, as it's a key switch to unlock it. Yeah, oh, and not so, a Nintendo not switch. A, no, switch. No, like a, like a, <laughs> like a press okay. switch. Because Mario Kart also had a giant GameCube you could drive on. I so love that. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is the idea is the cops gobble up all the robbers. If they're all in prison, game is over, cops win. And then you switch sides and you do it the other way around. But the robbers can actually drive over the switch, the in-game switch, and release everybody, and Call then they're all key. free again. Call it a key switch. The key switch, okay. And that was super frantic. It's a li- like... There's a little downtime when you're in the prison, in the jail cell. You just basically pay. Yeah, it's called serving hard time. But, but you're, playing, you're playing bumper cars. You're just like driving around this little field and you're like, get me out, you idiots. So my only worry about that, <laughs> that one is that, that it'll be amazing in person when you can yell at people and right. say, get me out, but without voice chat at launch. And it and won't no, have it. No commitment yet that mm-hmm. the game will support it in the future which I hope it will, yeah. uh, even via the app. Um, that's the only bummer about that mode because it really requires coordination and like, mm-hmm. hey, get me out. Basically. You remember in Mario Kart 64 when you would you would die and you get turned into a little bomb and you just yep. drive around the, <laughs> the stage being a troll? Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, yeah so they have, they have a lot of that good stuff returning. First of all, the the eight battle stages are not just looping tracks, are mm. not just redos. I, I really... Really didn't like that in Mario Kart 8 that yeah. we used the yeah. tracks. They're arenas and they're really smartly constructed. They have like big open kind of uh, round areas, second tiers, ramps going up. Really one, nice. One question, them. two words. Yeah. Block for it. No. They, what? Ah. they skip block for it. Um, they have the, what is it called? It's you called had battle one sta- job. No, they Come have, on. So they have battle, sta- Square battle stadium and then they have the, uh, what was it? What's the clan? There's one mo- one um, uh, stage that's uh, the, it's the, it's the Super NES returning. Uh, oh, it's just, uh, it, I, I know what you're It has the most class. generic name, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like It's like battle stadium. battle yeah. stage yeah. one yeah. or something. Yeah. Stage one. And that one, it's the color-coded one where you have like, you know, blue, red, like the colors and the different corners remember oh, you mean like block for it yes but it doesn't yeah. have block for it has the raised parts right yeah yeah this yeah. one doesn't it's all flat oh. and then it has these barriers but you can drive on the barriers and it has little jump pads and stuff it's fun don't co- don't no, knock that sounds, it that sounds good i know i know um, um, block for dlc baby yeah exactly i would have loved I'm, uh, kidding. I'm kidding i would have loved the giant <laughs> switch level you could drive on like a huge switch where the yeah. joy cons fall off the sides and anyone yeah. stuck on them dies <laughs> throwing that out there you can but, have that for free so they do have they do have some special stuff like lunar colony for example that one has low gravity so it has this outdoors like oh. crater landscape and they're the question mark blocks are all elevated so you have to jump for them it's based so off to, of a yeah. similar stage in mario kart 7 that had low gravity and there was a bunch of craters and you were oh, just, cool, like jumping cool, cool. out so, yeah it's really awesome. cool so they have little special stuff because of low gravity you were telling yeah, me it's yeah. crazy yeah. it gets pretty crazy and obviously like shine thief um do you remember that oh mode? yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. one guy grabs this giant star holds onto it for as long as possible 20 seconds run out they win right and it becomes this awesome chase where you know everybody follows this one shine guy and then the, the moment the shine is loose it everybody turns on each other and it's just like it's like 
jump in the water. Like everybody yeah. just shoots each other and like tries to get the star. I love that. So um, really good so far. I had, a, I had a really good time. It instantly brought back memories of the classics. M- my worry is just, you know, they're, they're big stages. And so, you know, with four players, it might not be as good as with four players and bots or with you mm. know, or 12 eight. players yeah, yeah. or it online. It supports you know? up to 12, right? Because yeah, one players. system can have two people for sure. and the rest have to. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. like... Yeah, that's what they said. We weren't able to test that, yeah. but mm-hmm. they said um, so I definitely yeah. one team was playing with two players on one system. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and how many switches is it that uh, can speak locally? To locally, eight. 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 Okay. But yeah. online, you can play 12, yeah. you know, as before. And then visually, uh, it looked... Almost. It looked exactly like the Wii U version. Like I, I have to really put them side by side. I know I've seen this game running on some LCD screens before, and I was like, ah, it looks a little blockier. Mm. I did not see that um, when we were playing LAN. It okay. looked really yeah. sharp, yeah. Um, all right. And uh, there's a preview on the site that uh, we sort of put together um, after packs that you can check out if you have a few more questions. There's some new characters in there as well. Uh, so it's pretty. It's yeah, it, yeah. It, Rybone, it, Gold Mario. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, everything's open except for like the car, the yep. car parts, and like Gold Mario. I think it's a really yeah. smart move to have that game out in your one. Like I do, yeah. just it being this big franchise for those guys, um, and it has done so well on their last couple of consoles. I know that the the counter argument has always been, well, the Wii U version. There was eight million people that brought that. Like, how do you know that they're not the same ones who are going to show up? Yeah, I don't think every Switch owner was a Wii U owner. I'm saying that right now. I don't like, think it's so. probably a majority, but, but it's not yeah. a but, ton more. But they're, that's I not going to be the lifetime. Number. But they, I, I think they're counting on people who wanted to play, uh, keep playing yeah, on this new system yeah. because, like, every, again, like you do not have to unlock everything, right? Like 200 CC, all these things yeah. that were released all over the time, cups are open. or the DLC yeah, uh, yeah, level, cups are open. all of that is in it. And so if you never bought the DLC by it, by the way, you're in for a real treat because yeah. the, the tracks are awesome. So wait a minute, but what are you unlocking then? Yeah, because I know the answer. Car parts. Yeah, okay. It's all car parts and upgrades and gold Mario. And if you play well. multiplayer, that actually is really easy to unlock because you're constantly yeah. collecting coins or if you're racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah while so we we played a couple of uh, battle mode matches and instantly a couple pieces got unlocked already. So Okay, so then let's talk about, you also saw another game, you saw Fire Emblem Echoes uh, Shadows of Valentia. Yeah. Which is the 3DS Fire Emblem game. Reminder, 3DS is still thing uh but uh what what could you say about it as the as the biggest fire emblem fan i know so they haha they didn't let us play it but they showed us um footage of it and we got to talk a little bit about it we didn't they didn't have a fire emblem expert on hand but yeah. you know i they they kind of gave us a background on what changed i mean if you uh fire emblem gaiden didn't come out in the west right so yeah. i think for a famicom game yeah so yeah. i think for a lot of people it'll be the first time that they see this game um i played it way back when and it's uh they there were a bunch i was surprised at the amount of changes first of all it looks very nice the characters look nice they have feet um you know, of I course. like that we're still ch- checking still, for feet on fire of them. I liked it when they didn't. To be really, honest. actually, you know oh, what? Oh, we're like, if, if yeah, the fire emblem, kind of guy. Yeah, if the fire emblem warriors team <laughs> does their homework, there should be a mode where their feet are the freaking stubs. Like, like you can, like, you can choose yeah. that. It's, it's yeah. so creepy. Yeah. It is creepy. It <laughs> but uh, no, the big change. First of all, it starts up and it's just you realize how much voice is in it. So in, in Japan, they have the term like full voice, right? Like for anything that actually you never have to read. Zelda is not full voice. It's mm-hmm. cutscenes only right yeah. mm-hmm. this game everything is spoken every line of text that appears in the conversations is there with the voice for each one of the characters and like in like a game like warcraft or starcraft when you move a unit they're like here i come they say something you know <laughs> oh, each one has their own lines yeah. yeah so it's i was just surprised at the amount of voice work first of all in this one mm-hmm. and then they took kind of uh, they took the two character approach so Celica and Alm, you can actually play one player one person storyline for a while and then 
then jump to the other one when you okay. want to switch. Smart. Uh, yeah. And then uh, 3D Dungeons is new. So you actually, it, it almost looks like Hyrule Warriors. You run around in 3D, like you unlock these dungeons on your overworld map. Well, you got a preview of it in the yeah. last Fire Emblem, because remember in Kingdom, uh, yep. in the castle area, you can basically just turn it into a 3D zone. And, but all you can do is look. You weren't allowed to move. Yeah. This so now it's, it's a bit more. And it runs nice. And so basically you're exploring a dungeon, you're cracking open crates and passages, and you can see enemies on the map. So you'll see like, you know, one of the undead dudes walking around. If you get close, it'll go almost like in classic Final Fantasy, we'll switch to the other mode, top down. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll see that that one undead guy was actually six, and you have a battle map map with all your characters, and then it becomes strategy again. So it's just, uh, I mean, they didn't just port this over and didn't spend a lot of time on it. It feels like such a different game now. Yep, yep. Really, and I love the two character setup too, because you get like, if you get bored by one battle, you can just switch and do a different storyline. Mm-hmm. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, and then a couple of things. I was very worried, though, about one change, and that's when a, ma- a mage casts magic, you lose health. So this is a new rule for this game, is a magic spell causes you to lose health. The, the caster the loses caster. health. Okay, yeah. ooh, I thought it was yeah. like, in yeah. real life, I was like, oh, hang on, no, no. I'm kidding. Uh, so if, actually, if, yeah, which yeah. is which obviously, you know, before you used up like magic yeah, points yeah, and exactly. stuff, now your health goes down as you cast. So What about if you, you cast really, a heal spell? That's different. <laughs> but so, but you know why they did this is so that you don't leave all the healers at home anymore when you're, when you're high powered, you're going to have to pair them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's smart. And then the other thing is archers can now counter from one spot away. Remember? Oh, that's a fire. Yeah. I think they do that now. And uh, yeah. um, actually, there's a really overpowered archer in uh, Fire Emblem Heroes who does that. I'm yep. forgetting his name, but he's one of the Hoshido guys. Uh, just he can counter from anywhere, but from one square now. Yep. So interesting. There's a there are a couple of changes in there that are interesting, and uh, no two player mode. Doesn't sound like versus in it. That was a surprise to me. What about DLC. Uh, okay. We cannot confirm or deny <laughs> any DLC. Same with Mario Kart. There was Horus, there's yeah. no word on anything right now. I wonder if they'll be brave enough with, with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe to do that. Because uh, I think that that may... Some people may be upset by that game having mm-hmm. DLC. Considering, really? Well, I, I think so. I think because it's a port... Because that uh, game is DLC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but again, I'd buy Blockfort. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys want Blockfort, yeah. so maybe maybe that's how you're going to get it. I don't if know. If they do DLC for ba- for battle stages, so it's kind of tough because then people have different it's, levels. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, and that's why with Splatoon, yeah. everything is, you get yeah. everyone gets a stage. I, I like that it became that. weapons yeah, or, or separate. It is a very yeah. smart approach, I agree. All right, next yeah. game to talk about uh, stuff, man. is yeah. uh, The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus, which I re- uh, I'm reviewing for IGN. The review will be up by the time... Uh, uh, you listen to this, and uh, I really like it. I've never, I've been always been fascinated by the Binding of Isaac as as a game, and especially its interesting history with Nintendo, right? Like yeah. this was supposed to be an early uh, eShop game, yep. or, or it was a, a DSWare or WiiWare game. I'm forgetting which one. Uh, one of their digital platforms, and then the controversy became, you know, old old Nintendo and the uh, hey, this has religious, religious stuff. Themes. We don't touch that. <laughs> hey, this is violence with children. We don't we don't do that kind of w- bloody violence at that. We don't do that kind of stuff. And so it was it was taken away. And obviously, this was fixed on 3ds and Wii U because we got Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Yep. So Afterbirth Plus is an expansion that has 
all of the prior DLC that has come before it. Um, and it is, if you don't know how Isaac works, this is kind of the game that proves procedural generation, right? Like you hear that buzzword what's, a lot. What's that mean? Procedurally generated, <laughs> that? this idea that uh, basically an algorithm is creating the stages as you play and sort of coming up with different configurations. The beauty in Isaac, though, is that it randomly generates what items you'll find layouts and enemies and what ends up happening is that you don't end up picking up the same thing often more than once Mm -hmm. uh so for example one of the funny stories we use in the review is i found a pair of x-ray glasses that would allow me to see because the the presentation of the game is like uh, legend of zelda it's the same style like link to the past like classic top down yeah top down even zelda like the original one yeah yeah. yeah. um it does have more of a 16 bit look yeah but you but you can bomb the walls uh in order to find secret passages but when you have the x-ray glasses you can see through them like the wall just fades away and you know oh, okay that one's fake like i can go over there yeah, yeah. um exploring that way i you're right over there <laughs> i burped okay <laughs> i just yeah. saw you like you held it down out. i thought we were just gonna I'm eating like a lot of like meat and vegetables these days okay so got, it, got it you don't cook right. it yeah oh of course i do okay so, no, so i found a golden turd <laughs> uh, add some course of me honey oh found that, a golden turd i found a golden turd in the next room and when you uh, so you'll find turds all over this game it is the turd emoji wonderland <laughs> yeah. you've always wanted to trawl it through um but uh when you when you first of all when you break any pile of shit in this game uh sometimes you'll get hearts sometimes you'll get coins uh the golden one always gives you a bunch of coins which is really funny um and there's just a lot of mystery to it you pick up items you don't know what they do the descriptions are very vague it always feels like every time you start a new run it's a fresh experience even though mechanically it is the same game but there's skill shots to it there are different types of ways to shoot to it at one point i picked up a power-up that added lightning to every tier i shot so whenever isaac basically cries on things to kill them as the tears are flying through it was the so air, weird. Yeah. lightning is chaining between all of them and hitting enemies on the side, and it's just like this, holy cow, what am I doing? So does anything carry over from... Uh game to game like when you die and you start no, it's a roguelike you start over this you is start uh, completely from yeah, scratch th- these are the yeah it, it is a roguelike in that fashion but it is not one where i feel at a complete loss i just mm. can't wait to go back in and see what i get this mm. time and sometimes you end up with configurations where you won't like have a key to open a door and it's like well i don't know what's in there or sometimes um uh, sort of this this demon door opens up and there's an offering inside and if you mm. take that offering it's usually something sometimes powerful but if you skip on that offering a, a, uh, a sort of a holy offering room will open possibly later. There's a lot of this could happen. Right. Yeah. This yeah. could happen uh, in that game. And I, for years, I've heard people go nuts about this game. And I finally got in, invested in a way that I'm like, oh man, if I yeah. just have a couple of minutes to kill, I don't mind playing this game and just tearing it apart. See how and I was going to ask you about that because you and I were in a very similar boat with this game where we've tried a couple of times to make it click. I think we really love the genre, the art direction, all those things. Um, the, the idea of like an, like e- monsters, evil poop Zelda is like very fascinating <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, but I heard that about you. Yeah. It's never, oh, side note, there are, there are two games on Nintendo switch now out of like 14 where you can find a golden poop. So that's, Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So 
what is it specifically that's making this game work on switch that's making you click with it for the first time because that's actually what completely sold me on it and i can't wait to start it tonight yeah is it better as a handheld game for you i think it is convenience um it's weird too because i have to tear my you know it's one of those games you're tearing yourself away from zelda to play anything else let's be honest like right out of the gate um and i would i'm possibly it being an assignment that i i was willing to take on because i was like hey i finally want to understand what is the big deal about this? So I think mechanically everything was always there. Although the 3DS version had issues when it shipped, I started getting into that, ran into some of them, and said, you know what, I'm just going to stay away from this until it gets patched, and then I forgot about it, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but now I, like I, so Kirk uh, Carson, who sits uh, <coughs> one of our video editors, he is an expert on this game. He's played like over 100 hours on wow. it. Yeah. And so we just sit together and play two-player together, which that's the other thing. So yeah. you can sync up the other controller to function as a player two. And oh. basically you'll sacrifice a heart, but the other person can come in the room and sort of be a floating support character. Right. And even the support characters have like weird abilities and <laughs> things that you wouldn't know. On one of them, we thought the Joy-Con was broken. It was not. This character has a slightly deformed eye, and so two of his control buttons are are, are flipped. So instead of going down, he goes to the right, and instead of going to the right, you have to hold down. Like it's it's just it's something else. Um, You started flipping through the menu, or not the sort of like the encyclopedia that you unlock. Yeah, the bestiary. uh, The bestiary that shows you all the different um, items and Mm -hmm. enemies and power ups and all sorts of things. And there's so much stuff in there. Six hundred over six hundred items. Crazy. So, and that's where the procedural generation and the items sort of make sense together. And this is mm-hmm. this is a cult hit. Yeah. It's yeah. done pretty well for itself. Right. Like a lot of people yeah. know what it is, and if yeah, you listen over to the show, people played it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you and you've ha- you've been curious. This is an excellent Switch game to pick up. I my, have to say, my oldest son's obsessed. I think he's mm-hmm. owned it on every platform that it's wow. come out on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He started on on uh, with the Steam game and. Uh, like just knowing that the two-player game is uh, two-player mode is in, I know one Switch will be gone. Yeah, between my two sons for for weeks. Well, it's kind of why I'm like making you know lemons and a lemonade about the situation with the Switch games right now because there aren't a ton, but what's coming has been pretty good. It's all like, consistent, yeah, like a lot yeah. of really good stuff. All of it, and rather than just like dumping dozens of indie shop uh, games on the eShop. Um, we're getting some like really good things here and there, like Blaster Master last week, Binding of Isaac this week, um, yeah. some more that we'll talk about in a bit, I assume. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but it's, it's been kind of cool because it's giving these games a time to shine and letting them breathe a little bit. And I think if you slept on this game before, like do what Jose's doing and do what I plan on doing tonight and just jump in for the first time. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what I'm planning on doing tonight? Playing Zelda. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It's, it's tough. When a game is that good, like it is hard to kind of tear yourself away but if you have a small yeah. window and it's not enough to play Zelda I think you should absolutely be playing Isaac yeah. well, you yeah. were going to say John. I was just going to say like you were speaking to the rollout and I think that's one of the things I love the most about the indie strategy so far and what they have coming up is just that it is one or a couple games every week and yeah. it's giving them the spotlight it reminds me of like the best days of Xbox Live Arcade or the the PSN store especially in the PS3 era it's like mm-hmm. hey here's one great game each week and then maybe a couple other good to sometimes yeah yeah like mm-hmm. some of the arcade uh, arcade classic wait what's the arcade archive stuff yeah uh, I don't recognize, so some of those to me are throwaway, but there's not many. And I Um, I bought King of Fighters 94 last night, by the way, just just to give it a a whirl. Um, It came out in Japan, and 
was reminded why I don't really get into King of Fighters, but in terms mm-hmm. of performance, it looked great on the screen. Yeah. So, it has all of these options you could play with. Yeah. Set what language you wanted in. Like there's so I was gonna add stuff. a quick note about that. Um if you bought those games like a week ago when they first launched, um play them again because they all got updated pretty much overnight. Really? They oh. were really like dim. I, I was actually very worried when those games mm-hmm. first launched because I was like, here we go, another sort of virtual console style service where the games are dim and washed out and the colors aren't great. Um they fixed them they mm. updated them uh i believe the company making them is hamster yeah and right. um Sam. so i got metal slug and i love metal slug metal oh, slug I 3 is not slug. my favorite other metal yeah. slugs it's sort of like uh they throw everything you know but the it's three that's you. the one that's yeah. for sale okay yeah. um but you can uh change the screen size there's there's filters so i play with uh no filter the way same way i do podcasts um <laughs> and i go to i believe 150 uh, when I'm playing in handheld mode or 130, one or the other, yeah. and it's pixel perfect. Yeah. They yeah. updated it so the colors are really bright. It's really, really well done porting of classic games. And if you didn't grow up with a Neo Geo like I did, you might not have a lot of reverence yeah. for those games, but, but they're really well done. I mean, for people who haven't played Metal Slug, it's like Contra, but with the center is this tank that, yeah. that can yeah. shoot in all directions. And it's like slightly... Yeah goofier you know like yeah. there's like the, the fourth or third level in this game like there are zombies everywhere and if you get bit, you turn into one too. you get yeah. a lot totally of yeah some but, of the it's, best but it's just shooting yeah. non-stop yeah. shooting non-stop yeah. shooting great power-up some of the best sprite work i've ever seen just an but, awesome 2d side-scrolling game these games are from a four by three era yep. right so they're all letterboxed yep. they're, like they're emulated yeah. to to look exactly like that. Yeah, and yeah. you can pop them into wider. You can stretch them out if you want to. Yeah. In the King of Fighters, you can actually add just a little more, but it yep. is still close to a 4x3. Yep. I think mm-hmm. it makes it closer to 4x4. Four four. I noticed yeah. that with Metal Slug sure. also. Yeah, there was just these two bars come up, and there's a yep. ton of options to dig through. Um, so if you are sort of this vintage fighting gamer and or, or arcade gamer, mm-hmm. I like that this Neo Geo collection exists so far. Yep. I, yeah. I, part of me, and this is this may not happen because it, it's very easy to get to fall into the pie-in-the-sky hole, but uh, Capcom has made some great arcade games uh, oh, yeah. in the arcade era. I mean, I'm talking. I'm not just talking about the fighting stuff like Marvel Superheroes or X Men vs Street Fighter or or the stuff that has lived on. But even there was a yeah, or, or yeah. the Punisher had like an awesome uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, a beat 'em up style game. Yeah. I think they did some kind of Dungeons and Dragons ones or one yeah. based on King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many of those ideas that have just been languishing for years. Yeah. I would love if uh, if if Capcom would be willing to take that chance and put those mm-hmm. games on Switch yeah. because I it, feel like. Any chance I got to emulate them growing up, I went for it. Dude, or like, yeah. take, like great to just buy it for real. Take the X Men arcade, take Simpsons yeah, arcade, take all those classic yeah. like sides. Take the Turtles games, take classic side scrolling Gauntlet, Gauntlet, yeah, yeah. side scrolling yeah. beat 'em ups that have immediate multiplayer yeah. baked into the system. Yeah. Like yeah. pulling off the Joy Cons and yeah. playing multiplayer. Maybe that's is the plan. awesome. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. that's the plan. I mean, it, I, yeah. I don't know what uh, I I need to do some more homework on mm-hmm. arcade archives and especially uh, Hamster and just see how it is they do what they do. But they yeah. have a great track record they've been putting stuff out on ps4 for what feels like forever to me um and they do great work yep um so yeah definitely check those out uh, moving forward because we do have to move to the next segment but we'll we'll i, I definitely still want to give these games the credit they deserve so world of goo little inferno and human resource machine all came out today for 9.99 each uh these are from are being published by a group called the tomorrow corporation uh-huh. And all three of them use a Wii Motion Plus-like pointer control setup, uh-huh. meaning that you know when you sit down and you remove the Joy-Con, player one, uh, some of these support two players, some will get two player later. But uh, for World of Goo, for example, which shifts with, with multiplayer, actually. <coughs> but when you remove the Joy-Con, it just says, okay, set the Joy-Con on the table. So you do that. Yeah. 
it'll then pair and establish yep. like that that's oh. it yeah, got it <laughs> and then uh you'll basically recalibrate the center of the screen by hitting the plus button on it yeah and you have pointer control so skyward sword like the yeah. kind of same kind of tech yeah the kind yeah. of stuff that skyward sword was doing and and uh at that point the sensor bar was more an assist method gotcha yeah. and world of goo obviously isn't emulated they had to code it to be like they that, did right? so that's yeah. why i still Shame. believe that virtual console for wii i don't see that necessarily meaning it's happening yeah um because i do think that nintendo gets a bit cagey when it comes to the emulation backdoor yeah they they tend to err on the side of it has to be a perfect fit Maybe they've hired a company to get around that. I'm not sure, but it is possible. So it set off a lot of speculation on will this be the way that Wii games appear? I would hope, but I'm not sold yet. Skyward Sword right. yeah. can do Skyward this. Skyward Sword can work Wii really Sports easily. Resort can yeah. do this. And anything yeah. that used Motion Plus in an effective way yeah. will do this just fine. It's the older, it's Galaxy that I'm worried about. Those are the games that I don't, yeah. they were coded a specific way. Yeah. Right. Not sold on it yet. Like a lot of the first yeah. games. Yeah. But I wouldn't give to play It was Moonblocks. such a good game. Like, Zach and Licky. But, yeah. but yeah. I mean, right? but these games, I mean, if you haven't played any of the Tomorrow Corporation games, they're very, very clever. They're very kind of dark and snarky. World of yeah. Goo was a huge hit on the Wii. Yeah. It's all about like, you know, using these kind of slime constructions and building towers and they all like soft and icky but like There's physics to it too. Little Inferno I, I know Little Inferno is like probably the least liked of their games it's so freaking weird it's all about taking things and putting them into a fireplace and setting them on fire yeah, and then, but everything. like anything that you can find and like seeing that. what will happen well, it's a and a narrative unfolds yeah, yeah like there's awesome. you burn corn and it makes popcorn yeah. <laughs> and like there's little weird things like that spiders show up you can yeah. set fire to them as a young pyro you've sold me on that game <laughs> yeah um, so there is two player support in World of Goo Little Inferno Inferno will have a uh, multiplayer they according to Tomorrow Corporation as a as a Switch exclusive they're not putting that apparently in prior wow. versions of the game mm. uh that update's coming in a week and uh left player uh is always the uh, second player is always the left Joy-Con the right is primarily the one that they're using for player one I don't yep. know if that was I, I don't know how they came to that conclusion but they did it's not like one is using motion and the other is not yeah. unless you're playing Zelda when you're doing motion aiming and they're separate it's mm-hmm. only the right side it's never right, the left right, right, right. yeah so. Um, you got to play a little of Human Resource Machine. Yeah, yeah that's guys, really yeah. cool. That's that's fun. Fun. That was a that Wii was a U PC. Like it's been around, but yeah. I don't think our show knows. It is a game. Wii U launch game. No, it came window? much later. No, oh, really? I think it came much. I think it did. I'm so I missed it. Sure. I missed it when it originally came out. Same. But it's basically yeah. like almost like a visual representation of what it's like to program to code. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I I have very little coding experience from a couple classes in college, but instantly that kind of kicked in. Of oh, you're figuring out how to uh, logic basi- statements. Yeah, yeah, you're basically doing that in your uh, worker in a mail room in the first. That few sounds boring. It's actually but really it's, yeah. cute and nicely done. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you, get you drag these instructions into an order, and then you see what happens. Happens and it's like pick up thing and put it there and then you go repeat repeat and yeah. they do it endlessly and um and it has this kind of weird again oh, yeah. like this weird corporate feel to it's it. It's a sad corporate like, office building yeah, where everyone's drone in this yeah. factory. Um, and then it's one of the few games for touchscreen, of course. Yes. So if yeah, you want to use I'm your Switch for touchscreen controls, you just drag these kind of little instructions around, yeah. or you use the pointer, like you said. All right? of these games Tabletop. support touchscreen if yeah. you're playing in handheld mode, or the pointer when you're right. not playing with it. Yeah. So, so I think yeah. I got confused because it was Little Inferno that was there around the, the launch. That's, That's what it was. That was it. No, totally. A um, weird like fireplace game. It's basically like a yeah burning simulator. Yes, <laughs> the last thing I want to say on this whole uh, touch pointer thing before we move on because I wanted to uh, for us to have twenty uninterrupted spoiler free minutes of Zelda <laughs> talk if possible. <laughs> we might have to cut it to fifteen because we're going long, um, and I don't want that because uh, you guys have places to be. But um, 
I wonder if this pointer solution is the solution for when you do Mario Maker on Switch. Mm. Right now, for us, Mario Maker is a touchscreen, very, very fluid and easy to create levels on touchscreen. Yeah. But if you do default to when it is in the dock, you're using the right Joy-Con to point and drag and sort of paint them. That's not a terribly bad solution for a way to get around that. The yeah. minute I played yeah. it, that's what went off in my mind. I just don't know if that's Nintendo's choice for that. I think that's a great idea. I also think Mario Maker would be one of those games that would ship with a fancy little stylus packed in Mm -hmm. just to Mm -hmm. tell you, hey, did you know your system has a touchscreen Mm -hmm. and you can create levels while you're on the can and then go back and Mm -hmm. play them on the big screen. I think they, I think I think it'll work much better than we think. Like yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of dichotomy of the system to design on the touchscreen, I think a lot of people will use. And then that's a good second solution, I think. Well, and yeah. think about yeah. it too. I mean, you'll go from this drawing on your TV yeah. to this to actually test it. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I could see them having that as, as you were saying, the secondary, but th- there's no reason you can't just pick this up, yeah. tap away. And yeah, I, I just it's don't want to sit that close to my television to make a level of Mario, right? right? Oh, like, sure. Think about yeah. it. The process yeah. is tweak. Put it back, test. Tweak, put it back, test. Like if you're sitting on a couch, that's not that's not comfortable. Sure. If you're yeah. going up every five minutes to rip it out of the dock, just just an observation. Um, but it's time to move on uh, to the moment you've been waiting for, or some of you may run from. But for the next, <laughs> let's say 18, we'll, we'll we'll go that route. For the next 18 minutes, it's spoiler free. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild talk. We do have a larger uh, sort of spoiler cast in the works, but that is not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, Let's kick things off. I want to start with you, Pear, because you have not been here for a couple of shows now. We haven't been on a show together in a bit, and I haven't heard, I don't think the people have heard what you think of this Zelda yet. (laughs) The people shall hear. Uh, I'm floored. That game is so good. I mean, seriously. And like, it's, it's, I know, I know I'm right because it's not just me. Like, when I walk around here and like, I hear people talking about what happened to them in the game. Yeah. And the story is all different. And then somebody will always say, like, you found what? I didn't know that was in the game. And, or somebody will say, like, that a moose? (laughs) I didn't know that you were using that for that, right? Like, people will finish shrines or quests in different ways. And I, I think that's a really fascinating element, how good the sandbox is. And you guys know I love games like The Witcher, for example. The Witcher has awesome quests and storytelling, great world. But what I found in in Breath of the Wild is how well the world communicates the story. You walk into a field and there are all these broken machines, right? Like, you know, you see a fort that's like half overrun by like the guardians and you know crap hit the fan here and yeah. you like it just kind of sucks you in like that storytelling through environment mm-hmm. it's just really impressive and I, and I think there's just then you peel back the layers and you realize like they managed to pull off like the best controls and fighting mechanics in an, in an open world game like that which none of the other open world games have done as you said it, I felt it, but I've always mm-hmm. been scared to say it out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, definitely other open worlds have have had ambitious setups, and yeah. you know you, you can you can point at all of them and be like, wow, th- those are really yeah. great games. But even the best, like Red Dead and GTA, they're not the best shooters. No, right? no, or best yeah. for driving. Yeah. And yet you get to this, uh, and you're like, wait, what? Like it's so yes. easy to do. Well, and I, many yeah. open world games, you get that jack of all trades, master of none thing. Yeah. I feel like the combat in this game is phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. I mean, I loved when the first time we played Wind Waker and it was like that, dun, 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 <laughs> and like built up, you're building yeah. a little orchestra, fighting uh, yeah. a Lizalfos or whatever. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. But yeah. three or four games later, like this is a this is a great new step for it. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing where I hate like item and weapon degradation in games. Like Same. the idea of breaking stuff, the impermanence of that is is horrible to me. But in this game, 
somehow it works. It makes you try weapons you would have never yeah. used. Like yeah. I, first of all, they have so many little elements that that make you test variety. Thunderstorms. You have to put away your metal sword. So suddenly you're no longer ignoring the the buckle clubs and the spike clubs, all that stuff that ordinarily you would have said, I don't want that. I, I'm not. I'm no barbarian. I'm going to go for an elegant weapon <laughs> yeah. from a more civilized age, right? Like glowing swords and yes, stuff. Of course. In this game, there's a reason for it, and then everything breaks, and so. I think we all started playing the game where we had this one weapon. You're like, I'm never gonna get, I'm never gonna get rid of this. This my is my favorite weapon of all time. I'm gonna keep this. I'm not even gonna use it. And then you keep it for 12 hours, and then after 12 hours, you're like, well, that weapon sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, why didn't yeah. I use it? Like, you have to use everything you find. Well, with yeah. those weapons, I just put them in my house. My house, really? Looks like, yeah. My house looks like <laughs> Crate and Barrel meets Tron right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really nice. But like, weren't you super precious about your weapons at first? Oh yeah. I still am. I have stuff that is like. I think I showed it's you like my little Sunday weapon suit? chest. Yeah. 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 Look at all my different Sunday suits and yeah. the variety of yeah. elements well, that I, I rem- have at my fingertips and it's yeah. like I actually should probably start using these. Well, you're like, what are you saving them for, right? Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I remember you were playing uh, before release for the review mm-hmm. on one save, and then obviously you have your own personal mm-hmm. uh, Switch now, and I remember you being like, am I going to remember how to get these weapons again? Because I love this weapon, and I want to make sure I get it. <laughs> yeah. I remember that was like a big concern. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. No, I, I, and there are certain ones that you're like, oh, man, 53 damage? Yes, sign me up yeah. to remember where yeah. this spawns. And then how, I want this. how good is the progression? Like, when I, yes. when I was yeah. running around all naked and afraid with three hearts, and I bumped into a guardian i'm like i'm never gonna beat like three of those they're like all these guardians running around like how am i gonna beat even one of those and then you come back with 10 hearts and weapons and armor and all stuff and you're like watch out buddy the first you know you meet a hinox versus the 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 swiftness and the way you could take them down later on and this is a game without a level up system. When yeah. I play Horizon, yeah. I'm slowly inching a bar closer yeah. to leveling and leveling. But I could play this game for three, four hours and be like, what did I do tonight? It's I got lost in the rain. I got electrocuted. I used up all my stuff and I, I, I ate all my food. Like, I'm like, I didn't accomplish anything, yeah. but it's like somehow you feel like you did. The you entire know? game is a quest for confidence. That's yes. it. Yeah. There is a boss in the middle of the map that you can go to at any point in We've time. We've been talking about But them. you don't have yeah. the confidence to yeah. do yeah. it. No, and, and it's amazing you know, that the door is wide open. Open from the minute you get off the Great Plateau, you yeah. can just go, yeah. all right, uh, I can walk in. And and yet you don't. Like You're like, well, I should probably wait till later. Um, the current world record, by the way, for the speed run, I think it's 52 minutes, oh, which is insane. Uh, I, I, haven't been, I haven't watched the videos yet because I'm not ready to see how people are yeah. doing it. I still mm-hmm. feel like there's discovery left to be made. I've, I reviewed the game. I, yep. I'm playing it again. This is yeah. like 140 you know what, you know what it, hours in. You know what it feels like, what it reminds me of? It reminds me of being single. <laughs> like, it's sort <laughs> of like... I remember that. Well, yeah. What's that like? So but it's like, there's somebody, there's this beautiful woman you want to ask out, but you can't until you learn how to cook and take care of yourself <laughs> and you get some good clothes. The quest like, you have to feel confident about yourself before you can bring that to somebody else. Mm. Yeah. And that's how it is with Ganon. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to just run up again and ask for his number. Like, no, I want to yeah. learn how to make some sh- I like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same with like the Lionel Richies, right? The Lionel, Lionel the Lionels, yes. yeah. Oh I yeah, beat one. you walk in and the Lionel, like Lionel, are these kind of uh, you know centaur, centaur yeah. guys. Yeah. You walk into a field and you see one, you're like, uh, what is that? And then Hello. gets a little question. Oh, he sees you said, first. Yeah. He sees yeah. you and he looks at you and he goes like, should I bother? Like you can see it in his face. He and knows then, he can beat you. But the worst thing he'll do is take his bow and fire the arrows yep. into the air and yep. they come down yep. toward yeah. you. And you're just like, I gotta go. But when you see like the Babaklins or Bobo clients, as we call them. Bobo on, on, Are these together. spoilers? Have we entered spoilers? No, no, no. When you see like the average, you know, imps yeah. running around the world, they're like, huh? Who's that? And then they're like, 
nah, don't worry about it. Who cares? Let's go over and eat this meat. Yeah, but yeah. with with that with that guy, what's his name again? Lionel Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, Lionel Lionel Richie. Richie sees you. He's like. Oh, there's somebody behind this that tree fault. over there. I'm going to mess this. Yeah. But he looks <laughs> like he at you, it. and yep. then you look at him, and like you get closer, and then like the first time I'm, or the first ten times I saw one, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I got, I'm yeah. good. Wrecked. Like, he may have something I want, but yeah. I'm, oh, he I'm has okay. stuff you want. I, I'm going to walk I, away. I, I didn't, I didn't fight one until after I finished the game. Yeah. But when you see what he drops, you're, he drops you're Lionel Richie album. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. The full dancing, on, dancing on the ceiling, all that. So I did want to talk about the horses in the game, specifically how or companions in the game in general i have been experimenting more and more with first of all get you getting a horse is is i think a, a sort of a fun exercise because each one is a little different in their own way uh you have the the sort of gentle horses are usually no spoilers kinda, right kind of funny look what are we considering a spoiler like yeah. hey, god don't don't no, I'm not going to talk about. Detail. I'm not going to talk. Yeah. I'm not going to go too far with that. No, but what I did want to say is that uh, your companions in this game are very useful. So, for example, I had a setup where um, I got off the horse because I thought I saw uh, something, and then a bokoblin just was bearing down on me. Uh, on horseback, like coming right at me, and he was about to pass my horse, and my horse just went whoosh, and kicked him uh, no. off of oh, his horse. Man. That's I awesome! That's coming so by, great. and I was like, "What? I didn't know you could do that." Really? That is awesome. I think also one time we did a combo chain together because I swear, you know, when you get a good hit in on a bokoblin and they go flying, yeah, yep. it flew towards the horse, and the horse was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh," and it hit it the other way. And I was just like, "That's you need that synergy with real? your horse, though." A lot yeah. of people don't get that. So on I the got flip this side, horse right now. That's just nothing oh, but trouble. Oh, just oh, pure problems. Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, but then there is uh, the the wolf link, uh, which I finally now that I've finished the game. I, first of all, I've had this. I have this policy with this game. I don't want to scan anything. Like, oh, I want to wow. find okay. it as I go, and I've found a lot of things. Um, but I also have the knowledge of like you know I've, I've beaten the game, so it's all right. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, with the, with Twilight, the amiibo, the Twilight Princess of Evil, the Wolf Link, yep. who comes to help you, is super helpful because he will immediately run towards things to fight them. Like if there's an animal off in the distance, he's out and yeah. he's going to get yep. it. And if you get separated, he teleports out back in. You hear the you can't whistle him back because it's just no. like your horse is not here. I'm like, I'm not trying to talk to my horse. Right now. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that, have a that's conversation it. with this dog. <laughs> so we came across a Hinox last night. And Wolf Link was like pecking at him and driving him crazy, and the Hinox was like stomping, trying to yep. get rid of it, and it kept dodging. Finally, the Hinox was not having it, and he butt stomped down, killed Wolf Link in one hit. Oh, I was just like, wow. no! Did you have a fully maxed out wolf? No, I, I'm using yeah, my basic Twilight. Wolf? Yeah, I'm using my Twilight Princess um, save, and I actually didn't finish the entire uh, whatever they called that trial, the yeah, yeah. caves. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I plan to do it in, in, uh, with uh, when I have time, but I'm not going to go for 20 hearts. I want to go with what I had. Like right, I know right. some folks in the office, they got the 20 heart version and they're good. So the stories that you just told, that's the kind of stuff that you hear walking around the office, right? Like our our lead designer has been playing the game and he filled in the entire map and he hasn't had a horse, right? Like yeah. just like people going on different directions, doing different things, and yeah, he's like, he's like, yet. I want to do. He wants yeah. a perfect map. He's a designer. He wants to color yeah, yeah. coloring book, right? Yeah. He wants. To I'm playing that way a little bit too. And uh, you know? but but, but like, I, I didn't do that. I left like the north undiscovered for a long time and did my stuff. But like little stories that I find fascinating, like you know the offering where you have to put like a fruit in a basket or something. Yeah. You have these gods. The hardest thing to do in that game: drop an apple in a bucket. Yeah, that is the hardest thing to do in that game. I harder than Ganon. Hold on, I had one apple. 
apple. And there, there are three statues, and I had to put one apple in it. I get off my horse. I hear like, bah, bah, bokoblins. I, you know, I shoot the guy. I turn around. My horse is eating one of the apples. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the stuff that will happen. I'm like, yeah. no. That happens with no, the wolf, yeah. too. You'll kill a guy, and you'll look over, and you'll look back, and he's just like, I'm eating that steak, dude. Yeah. I don't care about you. I'm no, I saw steak. I blew up a box once, and uh, the bokoblins that were at the camp all turned around like, what? And they're yeah. like, oh, wait, food. <laughs> and I was like. I thought they were eating the other bokoblin that died, but I found the parts. Yeah, that I was oh. like, thank goodness. Was oh, like, that, that would have done it for you? I, I just would have been not, like, what cannibalism? The strange it flower ladies funny. and weird oh, characters they have not in this even, game. But um, no, like that, first of all, the purity of like the, the logic system of the world is so awesome. Oh, it's very logical. Yeah. Metal objects conduct electricity, which doesn't just mean you can hit by lightning. It means... You can bridge electricity, yeah. like for certain puzzles, maybe, and like it has all these like cool rules that that apply. Like you, you know, you you hit something with a flaming sword, or you drop a steak on a hot rock and it cooks. Like that kind of stuff is just yeah. so cool. No, everything works as you expect it should yeah. work, and it's so brilliantly pla- mapped out with the, the fantasy yeah. slant. Yes, it, of right? course. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't but, yeah. do the thing of um, presenting you constantly or, or almost over inundating you with uh, a map full of question marks that you feel like I have to go to these yeah. waypoints. No. Every discovery you make, you wander into it yourself for the most part, unless it's the main quest stuff, because that stuff's given to you. But I'm talking about like shrine quests. There are some shrine quests you'll never get. There's a very specific main quest that I know one of us, actually two of you have done. You won't get that quest unless you go to a very specific place to get it. And it's one of those things that I'm just like, was this the thing open world needed? Like to stop overbearing you with look at all this stuff you can do and instead of go you know what just figure it out but you, it's also sorry it's just it's so great though while you're playing a visually making you go oh I see something there let me just play for 20 more minutes yeah. and get that let me oh there's another thing I've been going to bed at 2.30 in the morning yeah, for like uh, three weeks and now. one you, of the best additions to that sorry I, I was going to say do you remember six months ago when we were talking about this game and we said uh you know, so many open world games have come out since the original Legend of Zelda. Nintendo has a lot to learn yeah. from this, 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 this. Yeah. Now I'm sitting here being like, <laughs> if you're making an open world game, you're kind of screwed right now unless you're taking a lot of cues from what Zelda's doing right. Yeah. Just the control and the way, you know, the way it feels is fantastic. And then it seems like this game has the courage to put something really significant in that world yeah. and say, we don't care if you find it. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, it's you'll great. come around the corner and you're like, that's big. So yeah. you How met- did I miss that? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I finished the game without meeting a very important character who oh, okay. it would have made my life somewhat easier to have had a relationship with this Really? Person. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I discovered this character on stream. Alana almost died because she couldn't believe I didn't meet him. And I was aware that this person's function, to be vague, was in the game. But I also have this I think very, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I have this very strict, when I'm on a review, especially for something like this, I don't want. I want every discovery to be mine. I, yeah. like, mm-hmm. We're not talking about this. Yeah. And I remember Brendan found it first and was like, "Oh, there's." A, I was like, "Shut up, go away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk later." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was just curious if you yeah. had any more stories because I know we've we've more like jumping back and forth. No, yeah. Well, one of the things uh, that Pear was getting at though is just the storytelling that this game incites in the office. Every, like my new uh, regiment every day as I come into the office and I turn to three different coworkers and I'm like, "What did you find last night? Right? What, yeah. Like, what was your journey in the last twelve hours that yeah. we talked?" And Absolutely. everyone always has, whether it was a shrine or just I went through this part of a forest or any small thing, everyone always has a different story. 
every day. Yeah. So many conversations what? start with, um, did you know that? Yeah. And uh, so last night I, or yeah. uh, have you found the, um, or I had no idea you could, yeah. like, I, like I heard the other day about like uh, if you have like a fire sword on your back um, and you go in a cold area, it keeps you're warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it like, keeps you warmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. But <laughs> makes what? sense. But yeah. Like, yeah. how did you think of that? Well, and it's just yeah. this, this funny thing of like people will occasionally say like, well, the game doesn't have that or can't do that. And I always just joke that like, we don't know that yet because yeah. this game has so much we could easily stumble upon. This yeah. weird Kojima level of obsession over minutia, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the small things that somehow work. Like yeah. even when you're cooking, you're making a recipe and you're like, huh, if I take wheat and fruit and this, maybe it'll, yep, yeah. it does. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like it actually <laughs> does. Or like, <laughs> there's a chicken, let me chase it. Will it? Yep, it did. Well, I get really disappointed when I make <laughs> a recipe that comes out gross in this yeah. game. Yeah. And when you do, it's great because it censors the food. I love like that. it's so bad yeah. you can't look at it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, you can still eat it, it's just not going to taste great. Yeah. But like I cook a lot at home in real life without that music playing. Um, <laughs> you and, need it now. Uh, yeah, now I do. But uh, I, like recipes that I try at home, I'll try variations of in the game because I'm like, yeah, it'd be good to have a protein and, yeah. a, and, a, and a carb yeah. and a vegetable. And I mix them together and I'm like, some you bugs. know. Yeah, some yeah. bugs, no. you know, maybe a wing or two, an eyeball. Uh, and it usually comes out pretty good. Like I made one the other day that was just like, it was like ground meat in a, in a stuffed pumpkin. Yes. And yeah, I'm like, I, I make oh, yeah. stuffed peppers a lot yeah. at home because I'm a, you know, fat Italian. And I'm like, that's perfect like i'm like i can do yeah, these things right now yeah. my my favorite thread uh on gaff i stopped visiting the reddit community for uh zelda because uh it, it's very image driven on yeah. apps and yeah. so the minute you see something sometimes i just didn't want to see it yeah i'm yeah. okay with yeah. reading about it but uh on gaff my favorite community uh thread right now is oh my god i didn't know i could and it's all about <laughs> yeah. breath of the wild and the stuff that people are discovering yeah, yeah. um like uh just one more last night i didn't know you could set fire to a hinox's shin guards so every hinox <laughs> They wear wood and shin guards, and, and it's done that way, so I think you can't just exploit hitting them on the legs from the front. You have to kind of wiggle right. around and get behind yeah. them. Um, <laughs> I set it on fire with a fire arrow, and he's like, oh, and he's trying to like put it out. And, and I'm you like, oh, your eyes, eyes like, oh, yeah. so great. Yeah, it was so good. Man, um, there's so much in this game that it's actually, I resent the point right now where I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of sites and stuff like that be like, so what's next for the Legend of Zelda? Like, we're on our honeymoon right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Take it in. You, we, we're Enjoy. guilty of that a little bit. Like, I ran I ran a thread uh, last yeah. week about it. Well, but it was more like, and I, I actually still want to ask this panel this. Let's, uh, we're going to end this early, uh, at least this discussion. Um, can you go back to the way Zelda used to well, be? Well, that's a different question. I mean, that's I, the question I want. We're talking about you know what? Sword a lot. Like I, 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 I would sort HD better not come anytime soon. No, like I <laughs> yeah, feel like no it's gonna it's gonna be a weird setback. And I think it's I think it'll work. I mean, for me, I can always revisit the stuff like Link's Awakening, the original Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, um, yeah. Link Be- Link Between Worlds, like the two D ones. I think, but I think I would have a specifically tough time playing something like Twilight Princess right now, mm-hmm. which is sort of like it's not far back enough to be sort of nostalgia ocarina of time right. almost wind wakered um yeah. but it's not far enough into where we are now to be brought yeah. but i think what i mean by that though is that that future game when yeah. zelda is ready to come back to the microphone with a brand new experience can you do this again or or can you go back to how it used to be I don't know. It's an interesting mm-hmm. thought, right? Like Uncharted is a great example of a, a wonderful adventure that is linear, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And like the last one added some open areas, but it wasn't the full departure. And they can easily go back to it being 100% linear again. 
I feel like with this game, it'd be very, very difficult for them to do that. I think people would be disappointed that they no longer yeah. have this sense of choice that they now connect to the Legend of Zelda. That said, though, imagine they took that and they applied this formula to a Metroid game where you're stranded on a planet. Did you say Metroid? Yeah, where you're stranded on a planet and they take that same approach. You're marooned and you discover all these different areas. Then I think... They continue the kind of breath of the wild story with a different franchise, and I think they could do something different with Zelda. But I think mm. after having played this game, I think fans are hungry for this kind of inventiveness and sure. style yeah. and yeah. freedom. You yeah, know? no, I almost I, I, I miss question of the week. We haven't done it in forever. Maybe yeah. that should be the question of the week, right? So subject line uh, Q O T W to NVC at IGN dot com and let us know, could you go back to the Zelda formula after playing Breath of the Wild. I'm just really curious how people feel. Um, we're going to move on now to the question block and get a few of your questions in. Yeah. But before we begin, a quick shout out uh, to NVC Facebook community member Greg Caldwell. Greg is uh, recovering from two brain surgeries, and we just want to send him the sincerest get well soon, uh, and we hope you have a speedy recovery. Um, right, go, guys? Yeah. Go, Absolutely. Greg. Yeah, go yes. Greg. Yeah, go yeah. Greg. Um, so... Our first question is from uh, Lan, who says, uh, hello, NBC. My question is, uh, now that you've all played a ton of Breath of the Wild, do you think the upcoming DLC is now likely to be worth it? Do you think uh, the DLC could make you play another 40 plus hours of this game or more? And he said, thank you. You've done a great job. Well, what do we know about it? We know nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I have Outside the, of the, the initial detail. I have the little red sweatshirt. Me okay. too. You know? yeah, so that seems to be a thing for you. These yeah, days. Like, you know what? Like, <laughs> it's dark out, and I don't want to be run over, so I'm wearing the brightest red NVC shirt I could. No, um, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know yet. I mean, we have to see what it is, right? right. Yeah. But, right. but are you at least a little more receptive to the idea, or is it still this, eh, I don't know what it is, so I don't care? No, I'm always excited. Because I, I when, feel like a new when, hard mode, this game's already hard. I can't wait to find game's out. Game's already hard. Yeah. Game's already gigantic. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not exactly kicking and screaming for uh, it to be more difficult or to have new areas. Yeah. That being said, I bought it already. Yeah. I got the red Switch shirt. You know, I will so, tell you right now, the, the season pass is not worth it right now. <laughs> You'll get three treasure yeah. chests that with are... nothing in it. With nothing in it. With a big yeah. EX written on yeah. them. Extra. Exactly. There's some bomb arrows I think I got. Yeah, some other junk. It. It's, it's it, no it, big deal. It was not awesome. You get the Switch shirt, which yeah. isn't very powerful, and if you, you can accidentally sell and then never get again. Well, it warns you, though. It says. It does. Is yeah. that like yeah. a Switch analogy but, as a whole? <laughs> 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 never mind. You're saving the next month each Switch account. Yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, like again, down the line, if they if they go, here's a new island, I mean, there's a... I won't spoil it. There's a, there's yeah. a section in this game that I'm madly in love with. Uh, it's very evocative of one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. Um, I've been texting friends like, did you get to this thing yet? Yeah. Um, to which they're like, why do you keep texting me that? Um, <laughs> who but no, is this? Yeah, who is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think that adding a new area down the line and making something special. Well, and it like, will be down the line, right? Yeah. I mean, the first pack is the summer. The second pack is the holiday. Yeah. I think by then we'll have gotten our fill. Um, I feel overall a little more understanding of of, mm-hmm. it, it, of its existence, whereas announcing it before the game was out, I think is and was a mistake. Yeah, it was um, it was a mistake because it set things set things off on the wrong foot, and then the yeah. the pre order items are just lame. Let's yeah. face it, yeah, right? Like the switch shirt yeah. is it's gonna be cool for speedrunners. It's like a armor class one item. It's yeah. crappy, yeah. but like that has a purpose for a certain user, sure. and it's not an awesome little thing that will make you feel good that you pre-order and lend sure, somebody yeah. money yeah. now 
I'm always happy if somebody announces DLC for games I love. And after seeing Mario Kart and how how awesome the uh, the DLC was, I'm definitely excited to find out what it's going to be. Like yeah. if they, yeah. you know, if they have like a full dungeon of like awesome tricks, and they will, you know, like they these, will. The second pack is then, a dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Then you know, I am very excited. And we didn't even more. talk about those yet. Uh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. You weren't ready. Uh, you weren't no. ready for no. the dungeon. No, but it's, I texted like twelve people after my first dungeon. I was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that was All right. amazing. But John, what about you? Yeah. How do you feel about this? Uh, you now, I mean, I, I first was always like, okay, great. I'll wait to see what the content is, and I'm mm-hmm. still there. Like, I love the game, and I, I firmly believe like I will be playing this game for months and months and I don't need the extra content but if it's great content I will buy it mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy the season pass until I know what the content okay. is okay fair enough sometimes fair enough. you know sometimes when DLC gets announced I have trepidations because I feel like I don't have enough time to play all the games that are out yeah. like I felt yeah. that same I felt that way with Witcher I love that a game but then two DLC packs that were both really good I'm like I can't play them both and now I have games like Horizon sitting there yeah. you know Zero Dawn I want to play but I somehow don't feel that bad because Zelda is so good yeah. like yeah. just this it's like this is the perfect game for me like I just want to go back to play it yeah. Yeah, all time no totally um, alright next question comes from Michael and he says hello Jose and the rest of the team long time Nintendo fan in my late 20s big fan of the show I missed the chance to pre-order Switch but I definitely uh, will be getting one when they become available again my question is should I sell off my old hardware and software notice a lot of retailers offering good trades for Wii U consoles and games such as Switch items and uh, I could get a Switch and several games for free if I turned in my Wii U and old games my concern is that without a Wii U I will have no way to play uh, most of the games from that generation or from the Wii for that matter I bought some great games like Mario Maker Xenoblade um, and he apparently would hate to give them up so he's asking should he sell his Wii U um, uh, because he's really not playing them much right now I I personally never get rid of old hardware I think it makes more so my experience with it is that the few dollars you'll get right now you'll almost regret down the line um, because you're going to have like a itching to play one of those games later and Digging out that thing from the closet is a lot easier than going on eBay and falling down that road again. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, like I tell myself that that's how I feel, and then I, I look at the fact that I have a PS2 sitting in my house and an Xbox yeah. One and a GameCube, and yeah. I, I'm not playing any of them, and I haven't yeah. dug them out, and like I brought in some to work to put in a glass case. Um, I would sell the Wii U. Yeah. I would sell the yeah. Wii U because I feel like the Wii U was a failure to the point where Nintendo is doing a do-over, a reboot right now, and they will bring back the best games. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see Mario Maker on this machine. You're going to get a new Xenoblade. Right? You're going to get like, Smash Brothers. I honestly, like, unless you are really you're <clears throat> not that busy, um, do you really have time to go back mm-hmm. and play all those Wii U games again? Because like Zelda is going to keep you busy. Yeah. So yeah. I've, well, I've, I'll I've, let you I have to run real quick. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm okay. doing a quick yeah, voiceover yeah, yeah. for a uh, Nintendo feature we're doing. Oh, right. I had no idea. All right. For that. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for having yeah. me. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Absolutely. And Brian's yeah. dematerialized. <laughs> 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 oh, you can have the rest. Um, John, why don't you go ahead? And no, yeah, I was just going to say, so I felt the same way as Brian for a long time. I didn't get rid of anything uh, selling or just giving away wise, but uh, for reasons not worth going into, I had to throw out pretty much every old game console and system, just everything I owned. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I ha- you can't... Dr- that sounds either like... It's a sad story that's not worth Radioactive, like, it, no. Everything was I just... Have a, I have a similar story. Yeah, every, everything was I'm just gonna, sort of... I'm, I'll tell you mine in a minute. Right. A lot of things ended up getting destroyed and contaminated because of just, like, stuff that happened in my hometown. Not, oh. not Yeah, it's not great. But okay. oh, anyway, so I had to give up almost 
all of my old games. I kept a couple that I could salvage, but it made me feel okay giving things up now. Yeah. Um, and so if you don't feel like you are going to go back to that or you don't have a sentimental reason to go back to it, I think it's okay to sell that. I agree with I, that. I, I, think, <clears throat> I, I think it's a case-by-case basis, especially for every person. But like I, I still have a couple old Kingdom Hearts games. I'm never going to go back to the PS2 version of Kingdom Hearts, but it's a big memory for me because I love that game. Yeah. So I'll keep that box. And then remember, you're going to be much more successful in the future than you are now, so you can always rebuy everything. True. So the, right. quick, ver- the quick version for me, um, I have actually gone through selling every console that I had at one point, uh, and I did it because... I just felt like I had fallen into this uh, sort of gluttonous pattern with video games of constantly buying things, never finishing them, putting them on a shelf, and just feeling like unsatisfied as, yeah. a, as a purchase mm-hmm. decision. And it constantly happened. It was the, uh, the PS2, Xbox, GameCube era. I just owned everything. So I sold it all wow. with the mm-hmm. intent of just starting a different hobby and getting into other things. Then six months later, I was back into video games because the 360 Mm -hmm. came out. Um, I regretted for a while selling the things I sold because they were all in immaculate shape. Um, And I did get good money for it, but it was one of those, man, if I only had it. But I agree with you. You keep this stuff and then you feel like I need a storage room or something. Because there's too much of it and I don't have a place to put it. So I'm torn. I understand. I definitely am a lot better at letting things go now because I did that. But at the same time, I also want to hang on to certain things even longer because I'm like, I am going to want to look at this years from now. Yeah. Um, and sometimes not for sentimental reasons, but more just because I'm like, oh, no, I think that's cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what that is. All right, last, last, uh, unless you have one more thing. No, to add, no. Last, last question. Because we got to go is, actually, is it even here? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, this is a really good question. Um, so good, in fact. All right, you know what? Let's just roll with it. Uh, so this is from Daniel, and he says, basically, we've all been celebrating the newest addition to the Nintendo console lineup. I can't help but think about what games I'd love to eventually see released for this console. I would personally love to see a special edition of Persona 5 released for it. Uh, you know, Persona 4 uh, Golden was released on Vita, and it was excellent on Vita. Um, others would include a new side-scrolling Metroid game or a new Animal Crossing. I'd rather keep it within games you know exist versus making things up. Like, yeah. like it's inevitable. Animal Crossing. You don't want Metroid marooned. We're, we're all going to say Metroid. Um, <laughs> but he wants us to list limit your list to three for fun. But which, which games would you love to see eventually get released on Switch? I have a um, quick thing though, and I don't want to burst your bubble, Daniel. But Persona Five would never happen because Sony basically locked down the exclusive rights. I believe for numbered Persona games. Yeah, I believe that's um, that. That's how that cookie crumbles so i'm yeah. sorry man like i gotta be <laughs> one to tell you um all right so do you know jesus i have to think about that for a second i want overwatch you want overwatch, I want overwatch. I like it. okay yeah. um, competitive it would shooter. not be a good uh single player experience because there is no single player yeah. experience yeah but i really enjoy overwatch i don't know if it would run on switch or what they would have to sacrifice to get it to to run on switch the machine's capable yes is it as capable enough to look as good as it does? I'm not sure. Yeah. But I really enjoy Overwatch. It is a game that, uh, much like Splatoon competitively, I, I like to play <coughs> with friends. 
And I think my friends would all jump on that bandwagon, yeah. um, if not locally, uh, definitely from uh, you know an online perspective. Yeah, look, I mean, for me, the easy answer is always is always the flight of like Metroid, F Zero, you know, any of these games that that define Nintendo for me. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. if we go an outside of go that, outside, yeah. I would say you know like a Hearthstone. I was going to say that really good for yeah, this machine, yeah. right? Yeah. This is a game. This is a machine you can take with you. You could you you, you can play with friends and yeah. hook a link up and all that. I think they need a game like that. Mm-hmm. They need a game like that. I, I going back to what I just had talked about before Kingdom Hearts. I okay. think uh, three specifically. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was first announced to be on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. We're still waiting to find out what's happening with it when it releases in 2037. But I, um, <laughs> I, I, there are Kingdom Hearts games on Nintendo handhelds already, and so there's no reason that the franchise hasn't blended with Nintendo before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's such a huge adventure, such a sprawling thing that I would love to take with me on the go. Mm-hmm. And the handheld version proved you can take those games on the go. Yeah. Uh, so there's no reason I think the Switch would be a great fit. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 4. I, wow. skip, I skipped. Uh, I did. Yeah. I missed most of Fallout 4. I played the first five to eight hours and then got pulled into other stuff. I mean, it comes out during a hectic part of the year. And for yeah. me, if the game doesn't have a strong enough hold or just enough space, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Um, and I didn't. Uh, and I want to play that game. Uh, I, I enjoyed what I played, but I definitely wasn't at the point where it was no turning back. Um, that, that's a that's a really interesting pick. Like yeah. I didn't play enough of it either, and I yeah. loved Fallout Three. I spent yeah. more than hundred hours in that world. Yeah. The only challenge I have with those games, and obviously Skyrim is coming, so that's good, is that I'm very worried about current gen, like Xbox One, PS4 level games that are big, sprawling open world games, and getting mm-hmm. them to run on the system to the point where they're good. That's why, like, yeah. I love Red Dead Redemption. Like, I would love Red Dead Redemption Two to be on the machine. Or Final and Fantasy take 15. It. Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 15, awesome yeah. game. Really, I mean, one of the best Final Fantasy games I've ever played, and I'm a big four, five, six fan. Um, but like, I don't think the system can do Red Dead 2 justice to that same level. That's why, mm-hmm. like, I would rather pick a, a game like Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare. That's a great choice. Like, yeah. That is perfect for a broad mm-hmm. audience. It's it's like the art style is tailor made for, for a less system audience like that. more you. Will huh? you get more into? I, I would yeah, love yeah. that game. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I played a ton of the first one with my kids. It really was fun. a yeah. big big obsession in my house. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd take a new SSX. Okay. I oh, love wow. that That's franchise. A good one. Yeah, yeah. And as a, we've actually been talking about it a lot in the office recently for whatever reason. Uh, but like, if they just made an HD remake of SSX Tricky, I'd be in heaven. Oh, nice. I, I played that on the GameCube for ever. And so having that on the go, it's easy, short, quick yep. runs on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the, the classic Tony Hawk games yeah. would also work in that way. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think. I of, got another one. Okay, you go first. Well, South Park Stick of Truth is a game that Ooh. I saw being played. I wanted to play. I ran out of time. I didn't have time to play. Like, you know, we heard you you got the story that the new South Park game is not coming. Yeah, there was a confusing tweet that people thought was a reference to uh, the Fractured Butthole, the greatest yep. name ever in the games, uh, would be coming to Switch. It was just kind of a reference to the Wii episode of South Park. Yep. Uh, Comedy Central representatives confirmed to us it didn't mean it's coming to Switch. Yeah. Unfortunately for now, who knows? Things could change in yeah. the future. We don't yeah, know. It's not it, like that yeah. game's pushing graphics like yeah. everyone's business, right? No, it's but based on the South Park sort of look and feel, and that's not and, something that you got to go celeb- crazy to make. It celebrates. Mm. It's classic console RPGs, yeah. you know, it's 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 funny and it's like I just feel like that could be right at home and it's the type of game I that I great. think you could yeah. just take with you and keep playing yes. and like 
I, selfishly, I would like that on the system because I want to play it. I wished it was coming uh, to Switch or even Vita. It no. would have been great when the first either game, game. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, when the first one came out, and it's just this. It is a classic RPG, but it's one you can complete yeah. in fifteen hours, sure. and you feel like you get the full experience. Yeah. You have one more. Uh, I don't have a third yet, so I'm just going to pass on it. Uh, but maybe we can come back to this question with, with a different panel and, and sort of go. But if you have any, yeah, look, like, there are games like I mean, I have a, I play a big variety of games, you know, like from shooters to racers, and like I would love to see a revival of either Burnout or Need for Speed on this platform mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. You know, the system doesn't have analog triggers, but I feel like for the action racers, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. right. Mario what Mario, I want yeah. for Gran Turismo Forza is different from what I want from Burnout and Need for yeah. Speed, and like I would love for that genre to be more represented. Yeah, um, and I, I think I mean there there are a ton of other genres that I would love to see on this platform. But I'm I'm a little worried about how you would pull them off. You know, obviously Diablo would be great on this machine. You know, yeah. being yeah. able to hook up with Just four friends whole, while you're playing. Bring outside. the whole Blizzard portfolio. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, why you know, not? Why not? Yeah, it would like, be really why good. not? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's great. the one. I I feel like. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just checking my phone because I'm like, is there anything on my phone that I can think of that I'd want? And I'm like, no. I think okay, the witness. Play, I, yeah, I'd like Papers, Please. Like, okay, that's, that's a game a that I'd also yeah. play a lot more if it was on a, a phone or a device I always have with me. I don't own a tablet right yeah. now, mm-hmm. so I don't have a way to play that game. And that's, yeah. that was one of those uh, strong indie games to me that really had a message behind it. And it's not mechanically yep. the deepest thing in the world, but it's one of those experience-driven things. You're yeah. like, oh, snap, you won't believe what happened to my thing today. And, uh, and uh, Papers, please. Yep. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's one there's one final game that I picked that might surprise you. That's, We're supposed to do three, but all right. That, <laughs> that'd be, um, it's called Metroid. Never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it. All right. And yeah. we, you know we want Metroid. You know uh, we are waiting uh, with bated breath. For a Metroid announcement at some point. Hopefully, I know, uh, Nintendo, you're listening. Make it happen. Thank you very much for watching Nintendo Voice Chat, for listening to us, for talking to us. Leave us feedback at nvc at ign.com. Let us know what you think. And make sure you write in, can you go back to The Legend of Zelda the way it used to be um, in the future? Uh, Again, with the subject line, Q-O-T-W. That just makes it easy for me to keep track of which emails are actually answering the question. And finally, you can find us all on Twitter. You can find Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle, but he is no longer here. You can find Per Schneider at Per IGN. You can find Jonathan Dornbush at... I'm still playing Switch. Hold on. I'm at uh, JM Dornbush. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much for watching, for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.